Welcome to Discovering You with your hosts, Harmony Patton and Sherry Matthews. Harmony is a professional dancer, an online fitness and health coach, the founder of the Paleo Ballerina, and the creator of the Eat for Acne meal plan and detox protocol. Sherry is an online fitness and health coach, a yoga and meditation teacher, and spiritual rock star. She's the founder of Live Free with Sherry, the creator of Discover Your Zen, and the Miracle Mindset Kickstarter. Together, Harmony and Sherry will answer your questions and discuss a wide range of topics from wellness to nutrition, spirituality, mindfulness, self-love, and so much more. Welcome to Discovering You Podcast, episode 14. Today, we're going to be talking all about anxiety. Okay, so it's been a while since we've done one of our full-blown podcasts here, so I think Sherry and I are both pretty excited to just kind of chat about this. I know anxiety is something that we've both personally experienced in our lives and kind of struggled with. Um, but before we get into the bulk content for today, let's do some updates. So Sherry, what's been going on? Let's see, what's been going on? Um, I'm excited for summer. Well, it'll oh be God, here yeah. <laughs> very soon. Uh, I'm putting together a really fun yoga summer series, which I'm excited about. I started running again outside, which has made me very happy. I don't really know why I took such a long break from running outside. I think because, you know, when we're doing beach body programs all the time, it kind of gives you everything that you need. So, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I haven't yeah. been getting outside as much. And so this year I kind of said, I'm going to get back out running again, riding my bike, because I am a big believer in just getting outside and enjoying some Mother Nature. Uh, what else is going on? I've You've been a, doing a lot. I know. I've done some really cool corporate events, just bringing yoga into the corporate, um, back into the corporate world. I think it's like everything else. You know, you, you, you do certain things for a while, and then it kind of, you know, rides, a course, rides its course for a little bit, and then you take a break and then to go back to it. So it's really been a lot of fun. The past month, I've just been getting back into some things that I took a break from for a while. And so it feels really good, you know, just teaching a little bit more. Um, being back in corporate is always a lot of fun. And I don't know, just staying busy. I realize, yeah. you know, when I'm, when I'm actually busier myself in my own daily life um, and I'm then I'm just more productive and I'm more focused versus if I have too much time on my hands so it's kind of that time you know you take a little bit of a break and I think after you know everything that happened the end of last year and then going into the new year with my mom and stuff I just felt like I needed a break you know and, and honestly that that's why this topic today that we're going to discuss is going to be um, it's just a great topic I think to share because you kind of get to a point where Sometimes you just get burnout and it's really hard to when you're in the line of work like we are where you're always giving and sharing and having to bring your energy in your a game and I kind of just had a few months there that I really just didn't feel like I could keep doing it. <laughs> so it kind of made me take a step back a little bit and I just had to reevaluate and really not reevaluate what it is that I do for a living. Um, I just needed to I just needed to take a little me time. And I felt good about that because I think I've really spent the past five years just, you know, studying and just being in programs and just go, 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 go that I just never really take a lot of time for myself. So um, I think it was needed. 
and Absolutely. now I'm kind of getting back on track again. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on with you? Oh, man. So, just as the seasons change outside, so do the seasons of life. Um, <laughs> as Sherry's, like, coming out of a hibernation season and going into, like, a productive season, I am, like... I've been in a bit of a mode of feeling kind of burnt out and just like in a funk here and there and like I'll have some days where I feel really good and you know things are just flowing and moving really well and whatever but um I've definitely been having some days where I just kind of feel in a funk you know where I'm my energy's low I'm tired I'm just kind of you know wanting to just kind of sit and relax um We've talked so many times about this on our podcast, just in general, how, you know, like when we feel ourselves wanting to slip into like a bad place that staying on track with our fitness and with our food and everything that it, it makes such a big difference. And it's so true. Like when I'm just sitting around watching TV, which I talk about. On, if you guys follow me on Snapchat, which, like, you should, um, I talk a lot about my my TV addiction, which is a real thing, at least in my life, which I definitely do have. Um, it really, really holds me back from productivity, and it's absolutely also correlated to my energy levels, and, like, sometimes you just feel as though you don't have anything else to give um whether that just be like oh I don't feel as though I have enough good content to provide people or maybe you just feel like you don't have the energy so I've kind of been going through like on and off I'll have some days where you know things really do flow really well and I have that energy and I'm just I'm giving and I'm having these great conversations with people and just like really helping them, which feels really great. Um, and then I have days recently where my energy's been kind of stagnant, but it it's all, that's one of the things with the type of business that Sherry and I are in, you know, where we're helping people and we're coaches and we're building teams of people and we're trying to be natural leaders. So when I say that, I mean that we're not leaders because we've placed ourselves in a leadership position, but leaders because people naturally gravitate to us and follow us. Um, so trying to be, you know, these like natural leaders and the best versions of ourselves possible. Like definitely sometimes you just, it's a struggle because it does take work and it takes effort. And I know that I feel the best when I do those things, but just as we all self-sabotage, I find myself doing that sometimes these days and just kind of wanting to sit and do nothing and mm -hmm. just just be a sloth, <laughs> which, like, I'm so capable of being a sloth. And I feel amazing when I, when I am on my A-game, which, like, I have been consistently for a very long time. Um, and it's really just been the past, I don't know, maybe the past month or so that I've been having little bouts of going into like a funk where I just kind of don't really want to do anything. And I think it all sort of started, well, I had a, April was a good month. Yeah, I guess I really just was like in May, I had some really big goals. I may have talked about this in a podcast last month, I don't remember. Um, but I had some like really big goals in May 
that I didn't hit. And I had been working and pushing towards those goals like really, really hard for a long time. Not that long, but still for, you know, quite a few months and like very obsessively like pushing forward towards those goals. And then just not hitting them was really, really disappointing for me. Um, and while I've tried, and I'm still, I'm still working on it, it's still a work in progress, you know, nothing is ever set in stone. Um, but you know, just like working to recover from a failure like that and learning to instead learn from it and use that to fuel me forward and actually, you know, and I mean, the book, Go, go for No, which Sherry lent to me. It's actually like a super amazing book and it talks about the desire for failure and how we need to learn to not only um, embrace failure, but also to even desire failure and to desire um, to fail because it's only through failing that we're able to succeed. And... Um, yeah, so I guess that's nothing specific. I'm currently also, I'm preparing for Beachbody Classic, which is a bikini figure competition. Um, it judges, you know, muscle tone, symmetry. <laughs> Let me think, what else did it say? Personality. You know, it's a, I'm sure you guys have seen a bunch of pictures of women in crazy sparkly bikinis, like, posing, showing off their muscles, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing one of those, and signing up for it was, like, because I wanted, of course, to challenge myself. I wanted to do something different and see what I was capable of. Um, it really is kind of like an all-consuming process, so quite a bit of my time and effort and energy has been going more towards that. Um, and just thinking about that opposed to like my business stuff, which, you know, is, is a little distracting. Um, <laughs> and definitely like when I'm not in the best place, then my business suffers a little bit. And the second my business starts to suffer, I get really discouraged because I just, I so badly want for it to succeed. Um, but, I mean, like I just said, we all have seasons in our lives, and it's like you can't, I don't know, we all have to move through our own things in our own time. And I'm not going to sit on here and just, you know, pretend like everything is always peachy keen and perfect and amazing, because that's just not life. Like, mm -hmm. that's just not the way that it is, and um, it's not as if magically every single time we hop on here, everything is going to be magical. Right. But... <laughs> I mean, overall, it's not like I can complain. I have an amazing life. I do. Um, it's more, it's an internal thing, you know? It's nothing to do with my circumstances or my situation or anything like that. It's just like an internal funk that comes over us all sometimes. Um, and I think that leads us pretty well into this whole anxiety thing and testing your comfort zones. Um... So, more than anything else, I tell you, when I'm like, when I'm in these funks and when I just don't want to do anything, you know, and you just kind of, 
And even while you're in them and while you're doing nothing, sometimes you're like, man, like what the hell am I doing? Why am, why am I being like this? Like this is not the person that I want to be. And like, why can't I just do this? Or why can't I just do that? But it's like having those thoughts are not going to help move you forward in a positive way. Um, instead, I honestly think it's very important to just find things that are going to test that comfort zone. Um, so for instance, yesterday, <laughs> I, um, I helped lead a country, lo country heat live workout. So country heat is a new beach body program that's coming out in July and it's like a country line dancing based workout pretty much. And it's, oh my God, it's so much fun. And it's like, we were all dripping in sweat. It's such a good workout. Anyway, it's just awesome. But that's not the point. So, you know, beforehand, um, the person who taught the class is a master trainer, a Beachbody master trainer. So for those of you that don't know what that is, um, she's someone who certifies other people in the Beachbody Live formats. So, for instance, I'm a Pio Live instructor, and she's the person who certified me. Um, same thing, I'm doing an insanity certification in a week and she'll be doing that certification for me as well. Um, so she's a Beachbody Master Trainer and then we also had, um, we had someone who was a cast member of Country Heat there doing it with us also. So, um, she asked me if I would help lead because I, of course, have a background in instructing as well as the fact that I'm a dancer and it's dance-based workout program. <laughs> um, so she asked about help lead and literally as soon as she sent that message, like anxiety and like my alarm bells start going off in my head. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and I started thinking about all the things that can go wrong. Like, oh my God, oh my God, so many bad things. I'm going to look like a fool. Everyone's going to think that I suck. They're going to be like, how is she a ballet dancer? She looks like crap. <laughs> like right, literally all of these things that rush through my head right away. And of course, my also my immediate response is yes. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and it's like, even though, and then she told me about um, the other person that was going to help her later. But like even yesterday, the day of, I literally was like obsessing over what I was going to wear and like, oh my God. And so in the morning, I woke up bright and early and I looked up a YouTube tutorial on how to make a fringe shirt because I'm like, I want to wear this type of shirt. <laughs> so like, then I pull out an old shirt and I, I fringe it and I make it all cute and I'm wearing it like almost the entire day. And then maybe like 20, 15, 15 to 20 minutes before I need to leave, I'm like, okay, I can't wear this shirt. I'm not, I'm like, I'm not feeling comfortable in this shirt. I'm going to look like crap in this oh shirt. And then, so I'm like, I remember while I was doing my little fringes, you know how YouTube will just play the next video, even though you haven't selected anything. So it was doing that in the morning while I was cutting all my little fringes. And I was like, oh, I think I remember it doing one about like, this other type of thing I can do. So I start looking and I find an, a different old t-shirt that I can cut up. <laughs> and I literally am sitting there and I, I cut up the back to make the cute, and I mean, they're both, both the shirts ended up super cute. So it's all great. But, <laughs> oh right? Gosh. So I literally like, I end up changing my entire outfit at right before I need to walk out the door. <laughs> All because I'm like anxious 
and nervous and like, oh my God, what are people going to think of me? And like, you know, that's all just self-consciousness. But that for me is like how my anxiety still affects my life. Like I <laughs> will go into like a freak out mode and it's not as if I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, it's not like that. I don't have like a panic attack. But it's like this internal like, okay, like no. And in the end, I am really glad that I changed my shirt because I wasn't as comfortable in the other one. And I just kept noticing that while I was wearing it, I kept feeling self-conscious and I kept being like, oh, like this and pointing this out. And so I'm really, really glad that I ended up changing my shirt because I, the one that I changed into, I felt a lot more covered. I felt more comfortable and I was like, okay. I feel confident in this. I don't have to worry about anything while I'm wearing this shirt. So, like, all in all, I'm glad. But at the same time, like, come on. It's it's just crazy in our lives. And that's with all of the work that we do all the time. You know, I put a lot of work into loving myself and accepting myself. And in general, like, my anxiety barely even is existent but then there's like moments like that where it's just ding 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 mm -hmm. and um but then like after helping to lead for country heat and while I was doing it it's like it's exhilarating right you feel amazing you feel on top of the world so like once you face those things that are scaring you and making you anxious and giving you all of that bad pent-up energy like that's where the growth comes. That's where we can really change as people and we test those comfort zones and we push past them. And by doing that, you're going to be able to help push yourself past more and more every single day. But it's like every day, even if it's in small ways here and there, like you need to test those boundaries and like I just feel like you need to push them in whatever capacity that is for you like it's different for everyone for me it's really those public settings like my anxiety is more social than anything else mm. but whenever I face it whenever I face it head-on despite the fact that I am scared out of my mind that's when I have like just you know I get like elated and it's like I get a high I'm just so happy that I've conquered that within myself every single time that I do it. And in time, like you, you of course become numb to those things, which is where you need to find more and more ways to challenge and push yourself. But if you're not doing that, like if you're not challenging that anxiety and pushing through it, even though it's there, there's just, it's only the anxiety will grow while your happiness and self-fulfillment shrinks. You know, when you let the anxiety win, when you let the fear win, opposed to when you challenge it and you push it and you let yourself win. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I know I just talked for a very long time, but... No, I mean, that's a great point. And, and I mean, anxiety, anxiety is, a, is a funny thing because we're all affected by anxiety in different ways. And... For me, it kind of has layers to it. Um, social anxiety, as far as like being in a social setting, doesn't make me nervous. But when I first started teaching yoga like six years ago, that was something that 
I was always comfortable around people. I was comfortable in front of groups. Um, I mean, I had been in sales for years in my career. Um, but whatever it was when I, and, and, and plus I had practiced yoga at that point, like over 10 years. But for some reason, when I first started teaching yoga, it was one of those things that I didn't think, it was like anything else. You didn't think you were good enough. You didn't think you were qualified enough. You didn't think that you were going to, um, you didn't want to hurt anybody, you know, and all these things go through your head. And I just remember, um, like literally the fear, every time I would go in and teach, my stomach would get so upset. I would literally TMI, but I would go to the bathroom like three or four times before I would even teach a class. And it was just like, OMG. And I remember even having to like, you know, when you start off the class, maybe you ohm in the beginning of your classes, maybe you don't. But even having to do that standing up with my eyes closed, I always felt like I was going to pass out. <laughs> so a lot of times I would start the class in a seated position so we could all ohm seated. And then I felt much better. But with that being said, once I finally got over that fear, that anxiety, you know, I, and I always loved teaching, but I was able to embrace it even more. But the funny thing is, is that when I would travel different places to do workshops or I would teach at different studios, and this was like even going into the years, that feeling would happen all over again. Because it was something about like getting in a new setting, figuring out a new space, having to meet new people. And so like you said, you don't, you know, I don't like being in my comfort zone. Like I never want to be just in my comfort zone because life to me gets very boring and it gets very stale, just like you said. So if I'm having that anxiety, push through it and go. Now for me, the other side of my anxiety, it comes from struggling with anxiety for so many years and not really acknowledging it. So when I work corporate, I'm a very high strung person anyways and knock on wood, I've had yoga and meditation in my life for so many years because if not, who's to say where I would be right now? But I think it's just always running like on super high energy, being in an industry that you never really had a lot of downtime, you were working tons of hours, so anxiety combated with stress, with an unhealthy lifestyle, not getting enough sleep, drinking and partying. Once I finally ended up getting out of corporate and starting my own business, I realized that sitting home and trying to clean up my lifestyle a little bit, the anxiety went to a whole new level for me. And it could be one minute I could be working at my desk and be working for a few hours and feel great. And then all of a sudden I'm in that mode where I feel like I can't breathe and like someone's suffocating me. Um, and then with, you know, sobriety. So sobriety has been a struggle for me. And it's, that's another thing that it brings up massive anxiety for me when I'm trying to go through my phases of not drinking and that's why I can't really stick to my sobriety a lot of times because the anxiety actually takes over and it's more mental and it's just me giving in and making an excuse for not wanting to feel that way, knowing that if I go drink, it's going to mask my anxiety for that temporary moment, that evening, whatever it might be, and then the same shit's going to start over again the next day. So definitely different layers of anxiety for me. Um, Honestly, like tools and resources that I try to use is <coughs> the paleo ballerina's got a little tickle in her throat. <laughs> what's that? What's that song? Let me clear my throat. <laughs> I think of like Zoolander. <laughs> the black lung, huh? 
So honestly, what I try to do now as just ways of keeping life a little exciting, when I'm feeling that bit of anxiety, it usually happens in the afternoon, especially if I'm home working all day. So instead of trying to turn to food or alcohol, I will go outside for a walk. I'll just go outside and let my dogs out. But I've actually started adding in an extra workout. Nothing crazy intense, but say I maybe lifted in the morning, in the afternoon, I might do something fun like size and just dance a little bit. Or I might just do a kundalini yoga practice. So something like that, I've found some balance because there are some days that I actually like to work out twice. So that's really helped because even in the morning when I work out, I know that's a way that I set my day and I set my intention and it gets my day going so I'm not anxious because I can feel when I get up in the morning. You know, I, I can already start to feel like if that happens, I'm not a caffeine drinker really. I might have like a half a cup of coffee. I'm not a big person on sugar, so I don't have like things fueling my system with the anxiety, but I get that workout done. It's kind of like I move and I breathe and I sweat and I feel good. But when I've started to experience that, then in the afternoon, I've just started doubling up on something that's just a little bit more fun and takes my mind off. Cause you know, if you do size, which is an awesome beach body program, you're really just dancing and having a good time. So to spend 30 minutes doing something like that, or like you did country heat, or even just a little yoga, I've really found that that helps. Yeah, absolutely. So anxiety to me is just, it has layers to it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big time. And, like, one thing that I didn't even think about, which uh, before when I used to work at my desk job in corporate, I used to get massive anxiety while I was sitting at my desk. And, like, while I was working through my Excel spreadsheets and something about, like, the pressure of, like, if anything was wrong, you know, like, and I have to get all of this done and... I used to get massive anxiety and it was kind of like you said where you get that pressure where it felt like you couldn't breathe. So it's a different type of anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. It's not that like, oh God, like not that kind of anxiety, but I'd be sitting there and it's like my heart would palpitate and I'm just like, oh my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and that's when you just need to kind of like take a step back, breathe. That's where like breathing techniques come in handy big time and meditation practice Absolutely. um you know and like just really kind of being able to come back into yourself and like center and be like okay what is it right now that's making me feel so high strong that's making me feel so anxious um because I mean another one of the things that I, anxiety is that a lot of times if you kind of Figure out what's triggering it. What is making you feel so anxious? Anxious? <laughs> anxious? And then you kind of face it head on and not necessarily overcome it, but it's like, okay, right now I'm feeling anxious because I'm worried about this, this, and this. And then you're like, all right, that's dumb. <laughs> like sometimes it can really be as simple at least for me like sometimes it's as simple as that like just trying to figure out what it is that's making me anxious and then once you really figure out what it is you're kind of like oh okay well like that's that's stupid like I shouldn't be letting that control myself right now because and especially <laughs> like my social anxiety has been a huge barrier like oh my god there's just 
before pretty much any social gathering, more often than not, I always have like a dread. I'm like, oh God. Like, what if somehow this time around they're going to hang out with me and be like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> like, literally, even just hanging out with people one-on-one sometimes, I'm like, oh man, it's going to be like dry, there's going to be no conversation, I'm going to be awkward, and blah, 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 blah. And that's part of why this business, being a Beachbody coach, has been so beneficial for me because it makes me push and challenge that pretty much on the regular and like every single day and even doing you know like the podcast and stuff like this just any time that I don't know I have to vocalize what's going on in my head and it really that whole aspect of my anxiety comes back to just like a a fear and sense that like oh people won't like me and blah 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 and it all comes back to insecurity right it's like none of us are just born anxious like these things yeah right it's like a learned habit almost um so there's always some sort of root there's always some sort of reason that's there and I think it's really important to just kind of take a step back from situations sometimes and try to figure out what it is that's really going on like why am I anxious right now you know it's true. No, it's true. And I think it's just, yeah, it's, it's really just figuring out what is the problem. And, um, it's just, yeah, finding that little root to, to what it is because sometimes, and I'm guilty of this, I'll make a bigger deal out of something that I'll make a big deal out of something that is really nothing, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's, it's just my mind going into overdrive and just really creating this whole story or this whole event around yep. something that a hasn't even happened hasn't taken place, don't know when it will, but it's like I've already visualized it and then I've already felt it and I'm like, okay, that's like going to totally suck. And then, I mean, I've done that so many times. Oh my God, yeah. And then the bad thing with that, which I mean, I do it all the time too, but like the bad thing with that is that we know so much about the law of attraction and how (laughs) like your thoughts manifest into your reality. So it's like we're constantly screwing ourselves over. Mm Mm-hmm. By being like, oh man, these people are going to think I'm unqualified, they're going to think I suck, they're going to think this, 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 and this, and it's like, okay, that's what you're manifesting, that's what's going to happen. You're going to go there, and that's probably, maybe that is what they're going to think. I mean, you know, it might still be a great experience anyway, you might still have a good time, but at the same time, like, instead, if you're like, these people are going to think that I am this, 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 and like, even just putting some of that positivity out into the universe... Like, you're going to get more positivity back. Absolutely. Even if you don't feel it. Even if you feel, you still have that, like, feeling in your gut where you're like, oh, they're going to hate me. You still need to, like, sometimes I'll even, I'll vocalize it. Like, even while I was driving here today, I don't remember what it was about. But whenever I find myself having those, like, negative thoughts or, like, anxious thoughts or whatever, like, you need to stop them dead in their tracks. And sometimes the only way to do that is to like verbally say like, no, I am this, this, and this. I am going to this. It's going to be a good experience. I'm going to try my hardest. So, oh, I remember what it was. (laughs) As I'm saying all of that. So I like to make, I like when it's 11, 11, like I make a wish. So it was 11, 11. And for some reason, the past couple days, 
I've seen 1111 multiple times. Like, I keep hitting it. And I'm really superstitious. So, like, if I keep seeing it, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm seeing it again today because the wish that I made yesterday isn't going to come true. So, usually, though, I know, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but usually, um, <clears throat> what will happen is that I'll make the same wishes, because usually whatever I wish for, like, is something I really, really do want to manifest in my life. Like, I'm not like, oh, I wish to have a great day. Um, like, <laughs> I try to make my wishes very, like, tangible, real things. So, like, when I made my quote-unquote wish today, like, I wished that I will be able to make myself do the thing, if that makes sense. Instead of wishing for something, like wishing to feel the motivation to do it if that makes sense I don't know so it's yeah. just like it's like kind of because sitting there being like oh like I wish my business will succeed like I don't I don't like that you know don't wish for it work for it so that's why even when I do my little 11 11 and I'm quote-unquote making a wish like I'm making a wish and it's almost more like a promise to make myself do something but it's like just changing the way that you phrase things, changing the way that you look at things, the way that you look at the world, and, um, you know, not just, I don't know, sometimes we get so wrapped up in our heads. Oh, every, life's a big head game. That's, oh, that's 100%. All it it's just a big head game. 100%. Because, I mean, if you think about it, like, we're all just people. Mm -hmm. What sets us apart? Our brains. Yeah. And then what comes out of our mouth from our brains. And, and, how it, we and act. it's even when self sabotage so here's the thing. It's like we know right from wrong. And and it's, and I do this too. I know right from wrong. And then I know what I'm supposed to do. And then I always have that other little, you know, person on my shoulder that's like, Oh no, go do this because you're not supposed to do it. Right. And then I'll go do that and then I basically <laughs> self sabotage everything that I've done and then I get anxiety. <laughs> right. Instead of I just wouldn't have done the thing that I wasn't supposed to do and did the thing that I was supposed to do, I in wouldn't have had place. the anxiety. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, there's, honestly, there's no perfect science. It's really just, you know, it's really just being aware of how you want to feel and, you know, taking advantage of, like you said, the meditation and just the breathing and really using these simple tools that have been around for ever and using them to your advantage and having that inner dialogue I mean who doesn't have conversations with themselves? like you said you talk out loud I mean I have inner dialogue with myself and I mean you know it's just sometimes it's nice to have that conversation with yourself and you know it moves you through whatever you might be going through at that time yeah and like at the same time sometimes we have to get out of our own heads so sometimes it's good to like talk to someone Absolutely. You know, and then it's like when you vocalize it, sometimes you're like, oh, God, this is ridiculous. Like, what am I thinking? You know? Because you can get into, like, a crazy spiral in your brain. It's true. And I'm grateful to have friends like you and, just, you know, a few of my other friends that I rely on or talk to that actually will tell you the truth. Because here's the thing. Yeah. If you know your stuff is basically kind of full of shit... And you go to that friend, and they're just like, no, I get it. I agree. Mm-mm. No. You don't want that kind of friend. You want the friend that's going to be like, that's ridiculous. This is this. Da -da -da. You want your friend who's going to tell you the truth. Yes. Or if you're out of line or if you're wrong. That's the kind of advice you want. 
Yeah. You don't want that person always agrees with you. Yep. Definitely not, right? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I've been, like, eating really badly and just I haven't been doing shit. And then your friend's like, well, you know, like, it's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's like, no. Especially, well, I mean, that depends, right? It depends on the context for that because sometimes it's like, well, you know, you need to let yourself relax. But if, you, if they're complaining about something like, oh, man, I haven't been doing well with this. And I've been doing this, this, and this. And it's like, well... Maybe you shouldn't be doing, maybe you shouldn't be, like, drinking all the time and eating badly, and then maybe the other stuff will start falling into place better. You know, like, you need people that are going to be real with you instead of someone that's then going to go behind your back to their significant other or whatever and be like, oh my god, she was just complaining about this all day today. (laughs) And then your significant other is usually like, well, did you say something? And you're like, well, no. (laughs) Say something about it. Like, No. Be real with people. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Honesty helps. And a lot of times you might not get it from your family or your spouse or, you know, significant other, whatever. But, you know, you want friends like that that'll, you know, just tell you the truth and ground you a little bit. And and you're also looking for advice or you wouldn't be talking about it and reaching out. Right, right, right. And it's like we all need those people in our lives. Because also, quite frankly... When you're, like, talking something through with someone and they're straight up just like, uh-huh, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's that's great, that's understandable, yep. You're like, all right, okay, great, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that was real interesting. That was a, that was a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the push and the encouragement and uh, all of that. And, I mean, you know, there's a time and place for tough love and sometimes... Sometimes people give it to you when you don't need it either. Sometimes it's like, okay, no, back off. Like, I'm I'm good right now. I'm doing my best. Like, I don't need this. But, I mean, you know, there's no way for us to know that either. So, yeah, I think it is important also for us to vocalize things like that and be like, you know, I, I'm good, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And establish those boundaries. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, man. Ugh. This was good. This was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anxiety is, like, one of those things. And, oh, man. Like, I I have a couple friends, um, a couple fellow coaches and clients as well that really, really struggle with, like, bad anxiety. And I know it can be a really huge battle. Um And that's where I've seen, to an extent, like, I've seen that with certain friends when I'm talking to them more often and I'm helping kind of break them out of that funk and the cycle and the talk in their head that's going on, that they start to do better. Um, And I'm not saying that's, like, something magical about me by any means. I just mean that, like, it really can be important sometimes to get out of your own way, like... Yeah. Let people help you. Um, be willing to open up to people. No one's going to look down on you because you get anxious. Like, more often than not, whoever you're talking to has experienced anxiety in some way or another. Um, and I really do think it helps to talk about it. Um, Absolutely. Without just, like, going on meds for anxiety. And I know it can be crippling. Um there are all different levels of anxiety, big time, but yeah, 
Absolutely. Sherry and I are always here for you if you're someone that's struggling with anxiety. Um, you can always reach out to us either individually or, um, you know, you can reach out to us on our podcast email, which is discoveringyoupodcast at gmail.com or, of course, always on Instagram or Facebook, Discovering You Podcast. Um, and if you have any other questions or anything about this topic, it's definitely a topic that we can talk more about in the future. Um, you know, we're always trying to bring you guys different content and all sorts of things that can benefit you and your life and just um, help you live a happier, more fulfilling life because we all need some, like, help and love and inspiration in our lives. I know for me, listening to podcasts makes a huge difference in my day. Um, so hopefully this podcast can do that for you as well. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to add, Sherry? Uh, just, you know, again, like Harmony said, if anxiety is something that you struggle with and you do have questions, I, I really encourage you to reach out. And just from my experience and her experience, sometimes it is just trying to figure out those little tools and techniques that might help you move through it, as well as, you know, relying on a friend or reaching out to your community or, you know, someone that you're comfortable with. Um, because I just think sometimes when we get really overwhelmed, we don't really go back to the basics. It, t it tends to get very complicated and kind of, you know, um, yeah. you know, the waters get a little mucky. So sometimes it's just asking questions and, you know, Harmon and I both, we have, um, very similar backgrounds and then we have very different. So, you know, her and I, we just have a lot that we can bring to the table. Um, you know, we only do a podcast once a week to release to you all, but just know that, if you've listened to our podcast in the past and just our range of topics from everything from phys you know from physical health wellness you know paleo acne self-love meditation yoga breath work there's all these different layers and at the end of the day they really just kind of fall under holistic health and holistic health is kind of a big huge broad topic so that's why we try to break it down each week but again anytime you have those questions or if you're looking for a specific topic just let us know we appreciate the questions and the comments and the feedback that have come in it's something that allows us to be able to structure how we're going to do our podcast, which, you know, um, we're not looking for you guys to simplify our life, but it's just nice <laughs> that we know at least that we're delivering content to you all that, that, that you want to hear. So we really appreciate that. And I think that's all that I have. Um, thank you so much for listening. Know yeah. that we're here for you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. As always, you know, we really do appreciate you very, very much. Um, yeah, if you have anything at all, always feel free to reach out. We are just, you know, a couple types away. <laughs> types. What is it, typography? A couple clicks of the keyboard? I don't know, whatever. Anyway, you can reach us, and um, yeah, we will see you guys next week. See you next week. Now, a word from our sponsors. Need a storyteller? Look no further. Davina Speaks is eager and dedicated to bring your project to life. A theatrical degree paired with natural gifts, Davina is a voiceover talent established by Voices for All. Recordings are created in a private, at-home studio for fast, quality, and flexible productions. Davina Speaks upholds professional yet personal endeavors, thrilled to collaborate within your final input. Stop by DavinaSpeaks.com and send a message with Discovering You as the subject for a special discount.